Hey traders, Jason Brown here. And in this episode, I want to talk about the three things that makes the stock market or a specific stock move. And each one of these three things has its own characteristics. And if you understand uh, the three market moving factors, then you can learn how to spot them and capitalize on them when and if they do happen. So let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Brown Report Stock Market Report, where it's all about power charts, power trades, power profits. And now your host, stock market trader and coach, Jason Brown. One of the first market moving factors that I want to talk about is the technicals. So people ask Jason Brown, you know, what made the stock move up? What made it move down? What made the market move up and down? And there's really only three things. And one is technicals. And I talk about technicals first because that's the one that's most important to me as a trader. So to understand the technical aspect of what makes stocks and the overall market move, you need to understand how to read stock charts. So if you don't know how to read stock charts, obviously you can check out my course foundations. But once you learn how to read stock charts, there are certain price levels where technically on the chart, you can see that a stock or the overall market is overbought or pretty much oversold. So what happens at these levels, it seems like a self-fulfilling prophecy because you have a ton of traders all watching the same pattern or the same level. And the two levels inevitably that they're watching is something called support and resistance. And basically resistance is where a stock gets to a point where it can't break through and or pretty much the stock is overbought. And you start to see traders sell their position and lock in gains and start to play it safe and scale back. So that's what you're calling resistance. So that's the first level inside of technical analysis. And then the opposite end of resistance is support. So as a stock or the market hits resistance, then it starts to sell off and sell off and people start to take profits, start to kind of panic or run for the door. And eventually you get to a point where the stock or the overall market has overreacted or it's sold off enough to where it's considered a bargain again. And at this level, it's called support. So you see buyers start to come back in, snatch up the stock and buy the overall market back up. And it's called support because they basically prop it up. I want you to think of you know, a house it's built on a foundation and there's support beams and there's a certain level uh, above the basement, so to speak, that is support for the rest of the house. It's holding it up so that it doesn't fall any further. So think about the stock like that it comes to a certain point where the price is like, OK, this level should hold the stock up. People like it at this point. And that's where the buyers start to come back in and move the stock back up. So the key here is to know what the technical levels are so you can be on the right side of the trade and you can recognize these support and resistance levels before they happen. But those are two things that'll move the market and move the stock. If a stock or the market is up near resistance, it's going to sell off or it's at least going to pause and hover around that area for a while. And if the selling pressure starts to increase, it's going to sell off and, and start to fall. Inevitably, if it falls enough to where people think I'd love to get it at this price, that's that level that's called support. So that's the technical aspect 
of a stock moving up or down. And that comes from just, again, reading the stock chart and looking at and being able to identify those levels. The second thing that moves stocks and markets is the fundamentals. So let's talk, let's, let's take a look at what we mean when we talk about fundamentals. This is the area of influence on the stock and the overall market that strictly comes from fundamental data. So this data could be earnings report. It could be cash flow. It could be the debt to equity ratio on a, on a company. It could be sales rising quarter over quarter, year over year, um, et cetera, different things like that. But when a stock is fundamentally sound, people love to put their money there because it's safe. And with a company who is fundamentally doing well and based on the financials, they should ideally continue to do well into the foreseeable future. So when you think about fundamental stocks, you think about, well, at least back in the day, people used to put their money in like the automotive stocks, GM, Ford. Not only were these stocks doing well fundamentally, they had great cash flow, great revenue, great sales. They were paying dividends and different things like that. So that's what the fundamentalists look for. So the fundamentalist is a little bit different from a technical trader. A technical trader is looking at a chart. A fundamentalist is looking at the balance sheet, the cash flow. They want to know how is the company valued? They're more value driven uh, investors or value driven traders. Now, here's what happens when the value starts to change, right? When the, when the fundamentals are broken and there's a breakdown in sales, so sales are declining, a new competitor has come into a certain space and they're, they're slashing their prices, that hurts the fundamentals because if they're slashing prices, then the profit isn't necessarily as great as it was the previous quarter or maybe the previous year. The other thing that can hurt the fundamentals is rising costs of materials for a product. So if the price of some plastic or some aluminum or something like that rises in aluminum or plastic is one of the main product in your product that the company is manufacturing, then that rising cost, even if they change, even if they keep the price the same, that rising cost of that material is gonna cut into their profits. Now, if you have the double effect where you have a competitor coming to the marketplace and you have materials, the cost of materials rising, that's a double negative effect on the fundamentals of the company. So cost is gonna go up, profit's gonna go down. If a competitor enters the space and they have to lower the price, now they have to lower the price on it and the cost that they pay to get the the product manufactured went up. So that's like a double dip to the uh, profit and maybe possibly to the revenue of the company because some of the sales are going to the competitor now. So those are fundamental things that can cause the stock to either rise or fall. And as traders and investors begin to leave the stock in search of better companies or better places to put their money, then the stock falls down and possibly hits that support level that we talked about in the technical aspect and people may run back into the stock. But fundamentally, that's what could make a company uh, rise or fall on, on another way to look at the fundamental is maybe they introduce a new product line. And so let's just say I'm just sticking with automobiles for a moment here. Let's just say GM, Ford, Chrysler, they're all making their own cars. But 
let's say they also get into the oil business, maybe, for example, or maybe they get into the electrical car business. Let's just say that. So now they tapped into a whole new demographics, but not only did they get into electrical cars, let's say they're manufacturing their own electrical batteries, and they also start manufacturing electrical batteries for computers or for the you know, Apple products because they have found the technology that they put in an electrical car is... The, the, the battery life of that, they found they can shrink it down into little electronic devices like an iPhone. I'm just using that as an example. That would be an example of the fundamental business being able to bring in new revenue in the future, going into a new product line. Now that they can make batteries for Apple or other electronics, not just for cars, that opens them up to a whole new customer base. So fundamentally, this company should do well and that could make the stock rise. So just to recap here, technicals, you're looking for support and resistance. You're looking at a stock chart and at support, you're looking to buy. Resistance could cause the stock to sell off. Fundamentals, again, um, if prices are getting slashed, competitors are entering the marketplace or cost is going up to produce the product, then that could have a negative effect on the stock from a fundamental standpoint, as well as if the company's introducing a new product, breaking into a new segment, new industry, that could cause the stock to rise. Now, let's talk about the third and final component of what makes a stock rise or fall, and that is the practical I think a lot of people underestimate the practical, and this is the one that can be the most frustrating because practical is what I like to classify as life events. So, for example, a presidential election year, that's something that's a practical life event that could have an adverse effect on the market. This is a, a practical event that can move markets because one of the the thoughts and plans of one leader, whether it's the new leader or the old leader, depends on who gets elected or who's leaving, uh, you know, the house, so to speak. It can affect the economy just, just because of the thoughts, the plans, the things they want to put in place for health care, for business, for minimum wage, uh, for taxes, different things like that. So that's a practical life event that can have an effect on the stock. Other practical events could be it can include like a life event like a hurricane or some type of storm that destroys a business. It destroys a, a farmer's crops. So it has an effect on food prices, has an effect on supply and demand. It could be something as simple or I shouldn't say as simple. It could be something as catastrophic as an unexplained oil spill like what BP went through or an explosion of a gas or oil rig, just some, you know, something like that could change the cost of oil, change the cost of gas, could change how much gas or oil that someone could produce, which in fact could, you know, if oil or gas prices rises now could affect how many cars the automobile industry sells, which if it affects how many cars they can sell, they have to scale back on hours at the plant that they have people working. If they scale back on closing plants and laying people off, then we have that many less people going out to eat, doing Christmas shopping, that many less people buying houses. So you can see how like Something could have a, you know, a practical life event can turn around and start affecting different industries and affecting different stocks. Another thing, you know, unfortunately, that could happen could be a random act of terrorism. 
So that's not fundamental. That's not technical. That's just a life event that you really can't plan for. And if a terrorist goes in and starts shooting or God forbid they fly another airplane into the World Trade Center or something crazy, think about what that does to uh, sales, right? So now people don't want to fly on the airplane. So airplane stocks are declining. If airplanes aren't flying as many people because they're scared, then companies like Boeing may not be able to sell as many jets. Well, if Boeing can't sell as many jets. They don't mean need as many material. Maybe the jets made out of some type of plastic and metal and aluminum. So then the companies that make that, so, so it just has this snowball effect, right? And then if there's terrorism and people aren't traveling, that means they're holding on to their money. They don't want to spend because they don't know what's going to happen. Uh, so maybe gun stocks start to rise. So it's just, you know, those are the things that are practical that could have an effect on the stock or the market. And although you can't always prepare for the practicals, it's important to understand when they happen and think through the effect they can have on which specific stocks or the overall market. And more importantly, you need to be asking yourself, how long will this affect these certain industries that we, we just kind of talked about and outlined in there? So what I want you to get from you know this is that you need to understand what moves market and so markets and stocks and that's the technicals looking at the chart getting an understanding where do buyers like to come in where do they feel this particular stock is overvalued or undervalued where do they start selling and saying okay this has been a good run and it's time to get out of here think about the fundamentals right can you look at a company's balance sheet can you look at their cash flow can you look at their debt to equity ratio is is their debt decreasing or increasing is the cost of materials going up or down are they raising prices lowering prices are uh, competitors coming into the marketplace that's going to cut into their profitability those are things that affect the fundamentals of a company and can cause the stock to go up or down and we just talked about the practicals, those life events that we can't always prepare for. But when they happen, you need to stop and think, OK, who does this affect and for how long? Those are the two most important questions that you can ask. So I hope you have a better understanding of the three forces that can move the market. Be sure to tune in the next week episode when I discuss one of the questions I get asked a lot is what are the best stocks to buy? But I'm gonna talk about the number one question you should be asking yourself to follow up whenever you're wondering what's the best stock to buy. There's really an extra component to that and I'm gonna break it down for you next week. So be sure to tune in. Do me a favor, if you got a lot out of this episode, be sure to leave a rating and review in iTunes. Rating and reviews help me out a lot. It also helps other people find the show and discover this podcast and the knowledge that we're trying to share. So be sure to log into iTunes, leave a rating and a review. And if you need to understand more about how the stock market works, how to read stock charts, be sure to check out my fundamentals course. You can go to www 
PowerStockTrades.com. You can check out the fundamentals course because I want you to understand what moves the market, how to find this information, and then how to read those stock charts so you can put this knowledge in your corner and you can be a profitable trader. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Brown Report Stock Market Report. We hope this episode has been educational and inspirational. For more power stock trading tips, tutorials, and training, visit www.thebrownreport.com.